Hello, everybody. Just a very quick one about Instagram. If you're on it, Meta, the parent company, is reducing the number of political posts visible to users on their feed. This is a real thing, not a hoax. So go to your Instagram profile, tap the three horizontal lines in the top right corner to open the settings tab, scroll down to what you see, click on content preferences, open political content, and turn on don't limit political content. That's an option. Otherwise, you won't see almost anything we post because we are deemed political. Please do that now or you won't even see the posts about our shows, our fun things. So if you want to see Guilty Feminist content and know when we're coming to a place near you, releasing a new podcast, do it now. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, Guilty Feminists. This is Deborah with some quick announcements. We have more shows coming up at King's Place on the 17th of March and at Soho Theatre on the 24th, 25th and 27th of March. Get your tickets now by going to guiltyfeminist.com and clicking on live shows. Jessica Regan is back with more big speeches, workshops to help you find your voice. These will take place via Zoom and will be on the last Sunday of the month, starting on the 26th of March. The cost is 50 quid, but we have subsidised £10 places available if you can't afford that. Link in the show notes or go to guiltyfeminist.com and click on Big Speeches. If you want to support the podcast, you can go to patreon.com slash guiltyfeminist and from as little as £2.50 a month, you get ad-free episodes, bonus content, and you can be the first to hear about new shows and get special discounts. And something that costs you nothing to do is go to iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts and give us a five-star review and click follow or subscribe. Also, share an episode you particularly enjoyed with someone either online or tell someone with your face who might like to listen to The Guilty Feminist. And now, back to that very same podcast. Hello, 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 and we're back. Did you have a good interval? Did you meet anybody? This rose got longer. This has got longer. Charlie, did you get a friend? Hello, Another friend. friend. I uh, tried some of the shortbread during the break. (laughs) It was very good. (laughs) 
we've basically eaten it all, I'll be honest oh, yeah. with you, out the back. It was just gannets. It's really, really good. Can I ask um, Marta and David, did you meet anyone? Were you celebrities? Did people come up and say hi? Anyone buy you a drink? No. Disappointing, because the gay Michaels used to clean up. <laughs> so this strong brand. Strong brand. Strong brand. Strong brand. Yeah. 50-50. It's, hey. People enjoyed it, but it's, it is admittedly not a stronger brand. It's just the gay Michaels. <laughs> like that, was, that had a... Yeah, this sounds like a, a show band uh, from the 1960s. The Gay Michaels. <laughs> it does actually sound like an Irish band, yeah, doesn't it? Really? It does. It's it beautiful. does, absolutely. Beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. Listen, that was a fantastic first half. And uh, you are already one of my very favourite audiences. Even by Dublin standards. Which is not... It's not, uh, it's not an easy bar to clear, is it, Alison? We've had some incredible audiences in Dublin. We have. We have. We, yeah. We so, have, actually. We really have. So, <laughs> don't need to sound so surprised about it. No, 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 because I was just saying it for the sake of it, and then I had actual memories, and then yeah. I was like, do you know what I mean? Then I was like, ah, yeah, actually, yeah. Um, um, so I am so excited for you, one of my very favourite audiences, to meet our first guest. Are you ready to meet our first guest? Woo! Are you ready to meet our first guest? Well, our first guest today is a music artist, DJ and presenter who, as well as being an incredibly talented pop and R&B vocalist, champions the best new artists and bands emerging from the UK and Ireland on BBC Radio 1 and BBC Radio Ulster. She is Northern Irish and she is in the house. Put your hands together and make an incredible woohooing noises for the wonderful Gemma Bradley! Gemma. Hi, Gemma. What are your preferences now, Tato-wise? This is a bit controversial because I don't actually like cheese and onion Tato crisps. And I know that's the whole thing, you know, so uh, I'm a salt and vinegar gal, personally. Um, yeah. Does Mr. Tato not do salt and vinegar? Uh, he yeah. does, but it's not the, the, the flavour he get, you know. It's not, oh, yeah. It's not, it's not the classic Tato. They also did like a, a fizzy cola bottle flavour there last year. I was glad I, I'm out of the country for that. <laughs> it wasn't bad. I mean, that's not a good indicator of anything. It wasn't bad. <laughs> um, Gemma, what are you going to sing for us? So the first song I'm going to sing is called Better, and it's an original. Ooh! Take it away. Here we go. <laughs> people talking, people going down the street. They name the spaces they not the type is good for me stuff. A bit of water before you start to preach. The righteousness wrapped up in reality I, I don't know what's good for me What's good for me Can't look back in disbelief I know I know better I wanna feel better It's you always I'm trying to fight I know I know better I wanna feel better 
Beautiful. Thank uh, you. Oh, that was absolutely incredible. Tell us, what was that song called? So that song is called Better. Ah. Yeah. And what inspired you to write it? Um, not to sound like a songwriter, but it just came to me, you know? <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was one of those ones. I actually got to collaborate with um, uh, a musician and producer, David Little. He's a real jazz musician and he's just incredible um, and he got nominated for a MOBA which is incredible oh, wow. again so getting the chance to work with somebody like that was great um, but he sent me over a track I was like oh I like the vibe of this this is a bit of me um, and I don't know the word just kind of came to me and the more I got into it, it kind of developed into the song of trying to better yourself um, and trying to feel better um, more like a self-care thing you know mm. and not taking in other people's opinions but working on yourself as that person you want to become better essentially wow it's a, re- it's a really feminist song I guess so yeah <laughs> it's really it's about it's about yourself being better so you're not being better for someone else you're being better for yourself yeah all for me wow ha- well that's going to be my new song that I listen to before I come on stage <laughs> How how do you become better? 
that's the question. That's why I'm singing the song. <laughs> you don't think sing really sing about things you've already achieved effortlessly, do you? I just so you go up and go, yeah, I've already covered this. <laughs> Here are the steps to coming better. <laughs> First off, turn off social media. <laughs> I'm never gonna do it. <laughs> Try a face mask once in a while. <laughs> Don't go out every time someone asks you, even though you're really flattered. We can help. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have. Listen, we've got ideas. We've got ideas. Yeah. Come to us. We're a songwriting team. If you're ever thinking, oh, I'm in a real hurry now, I've got to write some lyrics so I don't have much time. <laughs> oh, like, absolutely. Don't download The Sims ever again. <laughs> I feel so seen. Everything you're saying, I've done the yeah. face mask, social media Sims. It's like tick, tick, tick. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Do, do more feminism and less watching other people's Instagram feeds to see if they're more or less successful than you. Those are things that are useful to people. Oh, absolutely. Or like, uh, I did, like sometimes like there's a person I follow on social media and like I was like, oh, they're really cool. And they were just living their lives perfectly fine. And then like after a year, I'm like, you again. <laughs> what kind of good time are you having now? <laughs> Do you ever stop? <laughs> are you sick of people like me? <laughs> achieve, achieve, achieve. <laughs> oh, a long-term relationship. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Do you know that type of thing? Yeah. yeah. It, it, <laughs> better. <laughs> I should have given you. <laughs> you, could be, you fully could have rapped. I could have been like. <laughs> you could have just been just a stream of consciousness in yeah. your head, looking at someone you barely know on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> Throw your phone into the sea. Yeah. <laughs> it is the main problem with all of us, and yet we continue to just look at them, knowing how terrible they are. It's, it's anyway. Oh, beautiful. Back to you, Gemma. <laughs> oh. yes. We seem to have gotten engrossed in our own problems. Yeah, uh, it's like a weird interview where like, I ask you one question, and I'm like, the problem of me is... You know? <laughs> How do I stop hating myself, Gemma? Can we... <laughs> Gemma! <laughs> what what you, you made... You won't get this on BBC Radio 1, I tell you. <laughs> top, it in a, top it in a day, we got uh, Carly Rae Jepsen. I really need to get a hold of my life. Uh, (laughs) This is crazy. I've just met you. Uh, I don't know why I do it, Carly. Every time, every time. I give them my phone number too quickly. Um, This is crazy. I've just met you, but I'm already jealous. And now I hate you. (laughs) Before you came into my life, I was so mad. (laughs) Anyway, sorry. I'll I'll stop singing. I'm really enjoying this. (laughs) Gemma, um, what made you become an artist? Like, was it always in you? Were you always needing to say something? Did you, was there something that was, you know, in the world that you could see that made you want to, 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 to speak? I think it's such a gift to have. But your, where does your voice come from? I think for me, it's, um, it's one of kind of how I got into music originally. I was knocking around, I was like nine and, um, nine? I, yeah, you were yeah. knocking around at nine. I don't know what I said. What, what, what are the alternatives? What are the alternatives to knocking around at nine? <laughs> I was making my Barbies kiss each other at nine. That's what I was doing. You are more 50-50 than you. <laughs> no, it's just there was no. I, I 
not come from an all-women household. There was no action then <laughs> to enable... Anyway, shut up, Alison. It's fine. <laughs> I think you should write some songs, for sure. <laughs> so, you were knocking around at nine. Knocking around at nine. Um, <laughs> Where were you knocking around? Uh... The streets, no, school. Um, so I was at school and um, there were these auditions. There was like, come play the violin. I was like, oh, I want to play the violin. Um, got in there. The teacher was like, right, I need everyone to sing um, a Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. Master up. Gone. You're out. Done. <gasps> yeah, so I didn't make the cut for the violin because I didn't know the words. Um, twinkle, 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 little star. Yeah. The most yeah. famous thing about the violin is there are no words. Yeah. It's, you know. it's a word-free instrument, like so many instruments. <laughs> you don't need to know the words. That's the whole point. You well, just... <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's that. So you, you were a failure at nine. Is Basically, that what we're saying? Yeah, this is where we got. So then, then by nine. ten, you were just glaring at the girls across the room who had the violins. Oh, 100%. 100%. But uh, no, by default then, um, I picked up the guitar and started learning that. And I was like, I'm dedicated. I'm going to commit to this. Did a few sort of uh, music workshops uh, in a local kind of rural uh, music club, I call it. Um, it was, they used to run a festival called Glasgowbury, pun on Glastonbury. Oh, um, yeah. Um, but it was really good, and that sort of nurtured me to kind of get into music because I saw what I could do. I wrote a song um, about partying and boyfriends. Again, I was nine, so it didn't have oh much experience. <laughs> we have to hear this. Oh, do you? No, <laughs> I don't think I still know it, to be fair. Um, but those were the lyrics, partying, This audience boyfriends. thinks you know it. I am. <laughs> Sing it. They're rowdy. They're I, a rowdy crowd. I wrote a song when I was nine. I can tell you that one if you want. I'll sing it for you. <laughs> go, okay, on. go on. Okay. High is high, low is low. This is where I like to go. Come with me and you'll see where I like to be, baby, baby, baby. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> that was... <laughs> Absolutely excellent. Yep. You are wasted in comedy. I wasted. I was in a band called the Glitter Babes. Uh, we self-destructed. Uh, Happens to the best of the best uh, look, of bands. Did absolutely. you see that Beatles documentary about how they combusted? Was it like that? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, just uh, <laughs> Kelly McKnight wanted to stop. Uh, I was going to be. She was the John of the band. She was the John of the band, actually. And she got a boyfriend, a Yoko. No, what happened was, like, we were going to go on Starstream, which was a, a TV show in Ireland, like a TV talent show. Yeah. For ch- and uh, I w- I w- we, we applied as the Glitter Babes, but the band imploded the day before. Um, we got into a row. Do you know, we're children. Um, so, so my dad brought me up to audition on my own as the Glitter Babes. Because <gasps> um, I was going solo. I was like Jerry out of uh, the Spice Girls. And uh, I didn't get through to the next round. I was like Jerry out of Spice Girls at that point. Do you know what I mean? They were like, nah, not on your own, babes. Uh, so, well, l- sorry, I mean, Gemma, similar- back to you. Yes. <laughs> very, very similar. I think a less... I, I, I think, I, I think a, a sort of slightly less uh, successful trajectory into music, more into comedy, but... <laughs> I think uh, you were you were nine years old and you missed out on the violin. Mm. What I will say about the violin, lovely instrument, don't get me wrong, but less sociable at parties. Very I true. think you've done well with the guitar. Uh, <laughs> I think it's a you've you've done very well and it has become very cool. So you wrote this song, which you would would you like to sing it? You can't remember it. Can't remember it. Sorry. Fortunately, can't remember it. And uh, you heard Alison's. You can't. You know. To be honest, that topped mine anyway. So, <laughs> yeah. so you wrote a you wrote a song, and then what happened? Then? 
So I wrote this song. I was like, I need to, I need to share this with the world. So obviously shared it with my mum. And she was like, yeah, that's, that's really good. But, you know, keep going. So I went to more music workshops, got involved. And then I started gigging when I was about 14 years old. Um, and I just really loved playing to audiences. It was really nerve-wracking. I used to sweat when I played music to an audience. Um, sweating now. Um, but but um, I really, really enjoyed it. And the more I did it, the more I found my voice and what I wanted to sort of sing about and share with uh, with an audience in my songs. It's more what I usually write about. I take experiences from life, sometimes about my own, sometimes about my friends. Sorry, guys. Oh, how um, does your friends feel with that? Like, does a friend hear a song and go, that was a secret? I hope not. I, I hope not. Nobody's actually come up to me like, I, mm, it's not about that time when, you know, this happened. Luckily yeah. not. Um, but I definitely do uh, take influences from their lives. <laughs> will, will you be writing a song about tonight? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, and can I ask, what things in the music industry would you like to be different? Because you're such a part of it. You're introducing your audience to new musicians on the radio, on national radio. You're also a musician yourself. Are there things that you would like to change being at the heart of it? Yeah, definitely. I mean, for one, representation. Obviously, there's more now, which is great. Um, but I'd still want to see people like me kind of coming up through the scene and doing different genres as well, because a lot of the time, uh, you know, I get thrown into urban music, which I don't play urban music at all, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's things like that. Sometimes I feel like people throw out labels um, just willy-nilly and don't actually take the time to listen to the music um, and also um, obviously being a woman in the industry as well sometimes you don't get taken seriously um, which is very annoying I remember yeah. showing up to a gig I was a bit younger and uh, the guy on sound just was not giving me the time of day and I don't ask for much attention like you know um, but wasn't giving me the time of day and then we did the sound check he heard me sing and uh it completely changed his whole attitude changed was like oh can I get you this blah 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 I was like no don't try and be my friend now that's not on you know because you you notice the differences and the interactions you have sometimes with with sound people not all sound people sorry guys not not you guys um but uh, that's a great (laughs) but um I have noticed that kind of coming up the scene so things like that um I would like to change because at the end of the day we're all talented in the industry and we all deserve a space um, and be should be treated with respect. So those are a couple of things I'd like to change. Do you find, like, do you get to bring new voices to the radio as a DJ? I do, and I absolutely love it. It's something that I'm really passionate about um, and I want to make sure that everybody's included as well. I feel like we should be representing everyone because everyone needs, maybe it is that young child. You want to have somebody that represents them growing up because when I was growing up, I didn't have that as much. So it's nice to see people in media and music um, that represent you as well. And do you ever find a resistance to that? Do they say, oh, this is, you can't do that on, on this national radio station? 
luckily not for me which is great um I'm very lucky in that I haven't had that pushback and where I work as well we're very heavily involved in trying to make sure it is inclusive and that we are including everybody um so yeah that's really good but I feel like there's always going to be pushback uh, sometimes in the public um Doctor Who is coming to mind for me because I'm a big Doctor Who fan um <laughs> but uh basically uh the Doctor Who when it was first announced that um Jodie Whittaker was taking mm-hmm. over the role people were cracking oh, up they were like a woman as the doctor and i mean as a me two-hearted cross. time lord yeah <laughs> i just like the the part you're bumping on is the woman part uh who travels in a in a police box i mean it's just unbelievable um and i've heard the next doctor who is going to be uh shooty gatwa who is a black queer man so this is very exciting I mean, I'm sure that's going to ruin lots of men's childhoods, and I'm really not unhappy about it. Uh, yeah, no, it's a wonderful thing. And to be part of a national platform and to be coming into this ever-evolving uh, space, which feels so much more representative, uh, you know, almost every day, there's still a long way to go, but I feel like barriers really have been broken in the last five to ten years. Um, What's great for you now? Because I think often women in comedy, I know we get asked, oh, it must be so difficult for you. Oh, women in comedy, we get asked all the time, they're like, uh, have you been assaulted, right? <laughs> and men in comedy get asked, are you allowed to do jokes about women getting assaulted? Do you know, that's the time. It's basically it's true. that. Men get asked, what, can't, oh, it must be awful for you, can't say anything more anymore. And women get asked, what is it? Is they it go, awful? Like, men get asked, it must be awful for you, you can't say anything anymore. And women get asked, it must be awful for you. And uh, <laughs> it's very true. That's, and so I, I also like to think about all of the really positive things, how much better it's got and is getting. Are there ways in which you feel it's getting better? I think so. Um, Like I say, it all comes down to that representation. I feel like, for me, I grew up in a really small rural town with sheep, um, standard Ireland, Um, you know, and for me, being able to, one, play my music uh, to audiences like your lovely selves um, is great. That's a platform. Being able to perform at festivals, being able to talk nationally on radio as well and give a space for more voices, um, for more new music artists breaking through. Uh, for me, that's a great thing. Um, and I'm glad that I'm able to do that. So that's been, that's been really Wonderful great for thing. me. Yeah. Who's coming through at the moment that you love? Uh, Tolu McKay, who we're going to hear soon. Oh! Uh, yeah, definitely, Tolu. Um, and some other Irish artists. Um, I'm going to say Kaggy Kid, Brick Nasty, because I know there's one member in the audience right now also. Um, but yeah, the, the sort of Dublin scene, Irish scene at the moment is really thriving. Um, and it's just a beautiful thing to see. I'm just back from the Netherlands after seeing so many great uh, new music artists uh, at, a, at a music festival, essentially. Um, yeah. Do you remember the first music you ever bought? Did you buy it? Do you remember going and buying an album? I, this is bad because I actually don't, but something that I do remember from a young age is kind of being in the car with my mum and we'd have Macy Gray on or Amy Winehouse in the car and we'd just sit and sing. It didn't matter where we were going, it was just top of our lungs. Now, my mum can't sing very well, but she'll try it and I love that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we just went for it and that's sort of early memories for me when I think of those first 
sort of songs that I was listening to. Also, the Now CDs. I think everybody had those. Oh, yeah. 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 Now are great. Did yeah. you have any feminist icon? <laughs> the what sing- CDs? Oh, like Now. Now. They're a great band. Now. What? Uh, is this an Irish thing? <laughs> is this a, uh... It's a music thing, Deborah. <laughs> like now, that's what I call music. Yeah, they're a great band. There's uh, so many different songs as well. Like, <laughs> incredible. They had such a great back catalogue. <laughs> Rock, R&B, dance, they did it all. <laughs> now. Um, <laughs> are there any feminist icons that you love and listen to that you think, you know, they really inspired me? Oh, that's a tough one. Or I always... fe- female artists that, like, you know... You can only pick one. Three horses. Um, there's a few that I listen to. Um, I don't know if they're like up there with the icons yet, but they're definitely make their way. Sort of new people like Mahalia, I would listen to her a lot. And, you know, she's very um, vocal on the sort of representation, especially on festival lineups at the moment. And, um, you know, the representation in award shows too. Um, and I think that's really good that somebody who's young as well is speaking out about things like that because it's very important. Uh, so people like Mahalia, um, Izzy Bazoo as well. Um, yeah, lo- loads of people, really. Do you remember the first uh, album you bought? Um, okay, I've kind of like two. One's an album, and it was called Bravo Hits 94 because <laughs> uh, I lived in... Germany for what I thought was two years but I've been informed was three months uh, and I was going to, I was like I'm, I'm practically German uh, I spent the summer there uh, while, while my dad was working and it had a Bravo Hits 94 so I had like Brian Adams it had, um, I had this great song that goes uh, where'd it go I'd why police I my 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 what's have you oh 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 my 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 what's have you oh oh oh, oh. Are you sure that's not what uh, you wrote <laughs> yeah sounds like an Alison I'm waiting on those classic. royalties I'm waiting on those but it was like a it was a it was a German dance group that like I, I quite liked and then my first single Mr. Blobby's Christmas I think <laughs> And the B-side had, like, just these women singing about Mr. Blobby. Come, fly away <laughs> to the... I can't so remember. Mr. Blobby? Yeah. I wonder if it was, like, you know, where they start trying to seduce Mr. Blobby. And like, Mr. Blobby, with your eyes so weird. Going around smashing stuff, making me feel hot in here. Uh, that would be my... Mr. Tato. <laughs> Why don't you come to your senses? <laughs> <laughs> I, I used to. I used to, when I was a kid. I used to like just make up a lot of songs. I can say so that's clear. <laughs> yeah. What? Uh, what's I made up a song about a fella and he hit? No, I shouldn't say that. Uh, it's a grim song. But like, I did it. I did it right. So I had this enemy on my estate, right? And it was a, just a childhood enemy. And once he was on his bike, right? And I was thinking, oh, offspring were big at the time. And I went, uh, oh, he's pretty fly for a shite guy. <laughs> and then he got off his bike. He's like, what did you say? And I was like, nothing. And uh, uh, yeah, I felt, I felt like a weird traveling minstrel just singing songs of people on my estate. Do you know what I mean? 
where you're like, hear the song of the shite guy. And <laughs> yeah, uh, that's when I stopped my musical career with violence. <laughs> it's, it, to be honest, it's a loss to the music industry. <laughs> Gemma, you are a great gain to the music industry. Uh, what should we be looking out for you to be doing? Are you, are you writing more songs? Are you recording more songs? I've actually just finished an EP. Um, um, Which is like a big milestone for me because since I started radio, it's not that I stopped music, I still did music, but not as much because, you know, when you start a new job, you want to impress. But yeah, so I finally finished an EP. um, So there should be new music at some point in 2023, which I'm excited about. Your EP is going to drop and we can get that wherever we get our music. Yes. What's it called? Oh, it doesn't have a name yet. <laughs> Can I name it? Oh, yeah, go on. Okay, let's give it a go. Wait there. <laughs> so we got empowerment in it, do we? I don't know. Like your songs, was that kind of like the song that you sang earlier? Is that going to be on the EP? No. Or is that old? Oh, because I was not... going to say better is a great name for an EP. Uh, okay. We could still call it better. Let's call it, uh, wait there. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Mr. Tatos. <laughs> What? 50-50? Oh, 50 is a great idea. 50-50 could be good. 50-50 actually is a good name. Mm, because, yeah. you know, it's a... Yeah, it could... Uh, Call it... The Glitter Babes. Uh, and I'll just confuse my neighbour. And she'll be like, what? They've reformed? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> and we're bigger and better. <laughs> so what's your... You're going to sing one more song for us tonight. What's it called? Uh, the next song I'm going to sing is called Berserk. Berserk. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. And what's that about? Um, it is about... I'm trying to find a good way to word this. It's actually even not that deep, but it's basically... Um, yeah, it's just about, again, it's sort of independent on your own. You don't owe anybody anything. Mm-hmm. Um, self-improvement, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. It's like, and will going... there be any need for Alison to rap? Uh, we could find a spot for you on the track. <laughs> yeah. um, great. All right. Well, we really look forward to hearing Berserk. Uh, please welcome again to the mic, Gemma Bradley. Woo! Fun one about this one, actually. Um, I performed it here on this stage at my graduation a few years ago as well. So there you go. It's called Berserk. say the friends is gonna work different lives different people is driving me bizarre bizarre pain strike after strike I didn't sign up for this double leading life I don't try, give me grief, another perfect lie. Who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? I don't owe you any, any. See it too, even the feeling this 
Guilty Feminists of Australia and New Zealand. It's me, Grace Petrie, and I'm coming back to do even more headline shows. That's right, this March I will be in Perth, Sydney, Katoomba, Port Ferry, Christchurch, Wellington and Auckland, and I would love to see you at any of the shows. You can get tickets at gracepetrie.com forward slash gigs. Too easy. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moon
moonpig.com. Our next guest is an independent artist, singer, yes. songwriter, born in Nigeria, raised in the Midlands of Ireland, and inspired by soulful artists across the globe. Please welcome to the stage Tolu Mackay. Oh my gosh. And Tolu, please, please introduce us. Who's the dude? Oh, so this is Lewis, Lewis Young. Woo! He's my guitarist, keyboardist, saxophonist. He plays everything. He literally is awesome. Nice. <laughs> yeah, he's awesome. Yes. Uh, can I just say, like, I'm sad you can't see this on the podcast. But Tolu has the most amazing jacket I've ever seen in my life. So much. It's true. Oh Gemma had a beautiful, oh, oversized Je- yeah. orange suit. And now this is an incredible costume as well. I feel like dirt. Like. <laughs> Tolu, what are you going to sing for us? <laughs> I will be singing Hello, Are You Awake? A song of mine that I wrote for my EP in 2020. Oh, beautiful. Amazing. Your headband gives me the, the vibe that sets the mood. Does it? Yeah. Good. I normally wear this to like, uh, you know, what did you say? Special occasions. Special occasions. <laughs> I'll wear it on the bus, hon. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's true. It stops it's true. people talking to me. Do you know? Uh, who's going to mess with someone with about 20 flowers in their hair? I've got nothing to lose. Do you know what I mean? It's beautiful. Sorry about that. That was a weird talky intro. <laughs> no, like, if that was on your album, you'd be like, what kind of... happens on Jules Holland? Yeah. The music, the ambience in the back. Yeah, you're nice. giving good ambience where I'm like, I feel like dirt. <laughs> Lewis, could we hire you to come behind, sit behind us doing that while we do stand-up comedy? <laughs> oh, so this is called Hello, Are You Awake? <laughs>
as well yes there's an actual physical tear I, I mean, there's an actual that's, that's crazy you can incredible. touch it if you like <laughs> that was that's, that's yours <laughs> you made like, that you put it in the jar I actually yeah, wait there. I want to <laughs> tour. tour with you what yes. if we just do a tour together which oh. is just me oh. Alison and you we just go on the road yeah. don't come back <laughs> Come too. Yeah, Lewis, yeah. yeah. I'm just. These are you just suggestions. What? Listen, if you're saying it now, I will. <laughs> yes. Excellent. You oh. heard that here. Um, that was incredible. Wow. That was incredible. I I want to know. I want to know about you. Like, what was your childhood like? When did you become a musician? And you know, like, just tell me anything you want to um, tell me about yourself. Where do we start? My story is so long. That's okay. We have time. So old. No. Um, <laughs> you're so old you're like didn't you tell me backstage you were 27 yes yeah, I don't want to hear that I'm not 27 yet August August oh um, you're just you're bragging you're still 26 yes. so oh. old so old um, so when did I start I started singing in the church when I was like about 8 it was my uncle that we had like a Pentecostal church and it was a very small church um, it was called Redeemer it, I don't even know I went to so many churches, it was crazy. Um, but so my uncle grabbed me, he was like, right, come into the choir, because it was kind of like just a few of us. So mm. you're a girl, you can sing, you'll sing. Yeah. Um, but, you know, being in the church, it just felt like anybody could sing, so it was just like, whatever. Was and everyone good at singing in the church? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Um, but I think coming, like, the first time that I had someone else that wasn't like my relative or part of the church that affirmed that I could sing was when I was in primary school in Tullamore. And um, yeah, Tullamore. from Tullamore, if no one knows. Go on, go on. Yeah, so this choir, no, not choir, she does vocal lessons and she came into this, to the class and she said, um, everybody sing happy birthday. And then I sang happy birthday. And then she was like, you. And I was like, me. Yeah, wow. <laughs> and she gave me like a role to do. Because um, like at the end, you do like a presentation with, for your Was she like, now you could sing for She's a Jolly Good Fellow. You were ready. Something yeah. like that. I had my, <laughs> like my own section. This is the opposite to Gemma's story, where she had one crack at oh, Twinkle I'm sorry, twinkle. Gemma. I took this. I took uh, it. I took it. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, no, no. This is, it's fast. But this is how everyone yeah. gets there. Because of that, she's not a concert violinist. She's here doing this. So, she you know. picked up the guitar, wrote some great music. When she was oh, saying yeah. the story, but I was this, like, yeah. teacher but this is the interesting thing about teachers as well it's like mm-hmm. what you know what they're going to give or take but this is they recognize she, she, she recognized your talent yeah she was amazing she was only there for like a day oh yeah um, wow. and I, I ended up living in the same estate with her for like years oh, it wow. was very strange my life is a very it's weird do you still know her now um she, she's here tonight she knows me <laughs> um but yeah I, like but then the mean girls um didn't bring the mic to the stage when I was supposed to perform so nobody heard me what yeah there were mean girls in Offaly she she turned around looked at she turned around looked at me knowing that she was supposed to bring the mic 
and she just didn't. Oh. Yeah. Do you want to name? No. And then from that day on, I was like, I need to show myself. Everyone oh, needs wow. to like and think. So actually, it was the opposite of feminism that spurred you on. Oh, was that? Yeah. Right? No, but that's interesting. No, it's just all interesting. There's no wrong answers here. No, uh, but then again, I did. I feel like. I went to an all-girls primary school, so that... Mm, so the, yeah. the bad guys are girls when you're in an all-girls school. Yeah, yeah, yeah we can true. say that, exactly. That's true. Still and feminist. I think we, we, there is a little bit of a narrative at the moment that is unhelpful. You know, men are this and women are that. It's actually quite reductive. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Women Everyone are, can be bollocks. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> women, are, women are human. It, it is actually dehumanising to go, oh, no, we're all... You know, truth-telling angels the whole time, you know. Mm. Like, I think, you know, we all know mean girls at school and, 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 uh, yeah. and you know, it's... People go through phases and stages. Yeah, that's true. I mean, look at Taylor it. Swift. Like, <laughs> just some of her songs were problematic, where it's like, I wear... Where go, she wears short skirts, I wear T-shirts. It's like, oh, what, do you want a medal, Taylor? Like, what's the... <laughs> She wears short skirts, therefore she but doesn't... But then she went know. and fought for abortion rights, so can, you know, people are allowed to... No, grow. I'm saying, I'm saying, you know... So <laughs> like, not, no, 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 I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like, we're allowed to grow up and, like, we've all probably done things... I feel like we've all done things that are problematic. Absolutely. It's just we didn't all have hit singles of those things. Yeah, like, look at Avril Lavigne and Skater Boy, another problematic song, do you know? <laughs> Where she's like... He wasn't good enough for her. And like, she goes, sorry, girl, but you missed out. Well, tough luck, that boy's mine now. <laughs> and you're like, you've met him when he's a successful musician, Avril. And you're like, oh, he's attractive now. You don't know what he was like in school. Uh, he mightn't have uh, washed his balls. You don't know. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and she's trying to make out that, that the narrative of that song. Yeah, no. Right? Is that, no. you know... She did. This woman did ballet. What more can she say? You know, the skater boy liked her. She liked him as well, but she didn't go near him. And then Avril, Avril is now bringing this up after years. And you're like, Avril, like surely he's over this as well. Like why are you, why are you bringing this back up? But anyway, so you, you might know the lyrics at a more granular level than I do. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm like, not sure I fully <laughs> know the whole narrative of that. The oh, yeah. When I heard Skater Boy, I listened, right? <laughs> I sat down and I do listened. You, do you have any from your childhood <clears throat> sort of uh, things that you look back on now and you go, oh my God, I absolutely loved that. But you look back on the lyrics now or, or, the, or the meaning or the, the motor of the song, the artist and go, oh... God, like, do you do you have any? What's your relationship with music? Is it complicated to quote an Avril Lavigne lyric? There we go. No, no, not at all. Um, uh, on the spot. Oh God. No, you uh, don't have to have any answers <laughs> to these things. By the way, you don't have any answers. But do you have a complicated relationship with music? Do I you? have a very complicated relationship with music. Um, like, I suppose the reason why I got into singing and writing songs was because I wanted, I needed to find a way of expressing myself. I was really quiet. I was very shy. I was bullied when I was younger. Aww. So, And I covered my uh, mouth with my hand in front of my face whenever I was talking to people. So it took a long time for me to kind of find a way to make people understand me or hear me in, in yeah. general. So music and writing songs was a way for me to kind of... Um, create a world of understanding 
like for my emotions because I felt like I was either too much for people to understand, even within my own family. So, um, yes, I think my EP in 2020 was like the first time I kind of documented something that was, um, that kind of held everything that I had been feeling that was pent up in a jar for so long. But I, but now that I'm thinking about it, hopefully the next few songs I write speaks about the stuff that I went through. I mean, I've been working my way to kind of, um, you know, challenge myself to be more um, truthful about, you know, certain situations. Because I suppose growing up in a in a Christian family, I've always learned, you know, to always talk about things through like a gospel lens you know the Mm. good news always bring out positivity and make it come whatever it is that you're talking about there's always a good side to it but no I think it's really important to also be like things are fucked up and I want to get out of earth I have a song about that I haven't released it yet (laughs) what's it what's it called (laughs) I want to get out of earth yeah no literally that's lyrics um oh lord get me out of earth take me to mars um, E-A-R-T-H Take me out of birth Yeah, that's wow. literally the lyrics <laughs> I believe What's... Elon Musk is working on that I, I want to <laughs> meet him so that I can be like Yo, this would be your soundtrack When you're like going to Mars next time Like, yo, slide it in there <laughs> I, I mean, listen get, Listen, if you can get any coin Out of that man I mean, yeah. it's not I... that difficult to do uh, You could probably sell it to him for 44 billion dollars <laughs> He just he I pays deserve, over the odds for stuff. I deserve. I was talking to my boyfriend um, about this recently. I was like, I just need someone to sponsor me. Yeah, just give me the money because you're rich I, enough. Just give it to me. One percent. <laughs> I will take that fully. $4 well, million. I mean, um, patrons used to be the way for artists. Mm-hmm. If you look at you know, there, there's there's a, it's only one reason why Michelangelo painted on the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel mm-hmm. is get paid. <laughs> it was all patrons in those days. Poets used to write for patrons and that kind of thing. So if there are any wealthy patrons, but ideally not Elon Musk, ideally feminist patrons. Yes. I, I don't know that you really want to be the soundtrack for anything Elon Musk is doing. He's a very odd man. Yeah. I don't want you being in a spaceship with him. Do you know no. what I mean? No, who wants to be on I a spaceship? I don't want you to be like singing to him. No. I don't think... I think no. you could do so much better than Elon Musk, totally, just to be very clear. Oh, absolutely. I, I, but if you were listening and you have uh, some money to sponsor slash be the patron mm-hmm. of Tolu Mackay, she's If you want to be my sugar mommy, sugar daddy, yes. <laughs> like, you're an independent artist. How do people, like, how do people support your work? Um, you know, people are great. And I'm, I'm still... How I, can I give you money? Okay, great, great. Oh, yeah, great. do you have a, a are there ways that we can sponsor you? I, I will give you money. <laughs> <laughs> At the moment, the only way the only way you can kind of do it obviously is streams, listen to my songs on Spotify, all that kind of stuff, um, buy merch, etc. Mm-hmm. However, at the moment, I'm setting myself up with making sure that I have like a good business model, making sure I have the merch, making sure I have all of that. So also needing good management would be great. So do you have management? No, I'm all right. By How do you not have management? Okay. But you're really I, famous. I sorry? How do you not have management? You're really famous. I do it all by myself, baby. Wow. So I'm, if there's I'm one I all this. If there's someone listening to this and you like cause I my obsession, by the way, is like YouTube uh, two-hour-long videos on record contracts that have fucked up artists in the mid-2000s. <laughs> like, genuinely, 
Jojo was done, right? Leave Get yeah. Out. That, and a woman has an amazing album came mm-hmm. out two years ago. And I'm like, I love her. So like, so if you're listening, you're a music industry person and you're not a prick. You will not break this woman's soul. <laughs> Don't I break want my you soul. to Yeah. I will give, write about it. Give her all the money, right? Let her let her rest. Let her like look after her psychologically. Don't yes. like be weird. Yes. Um, what else do you need? This is like Mary Poppins, where we're like, <laughs> a good exec. Uh, no, I don't ask for much. I mean, if I could have like a huge house with a jacuzzi. There we go. Um, you know, a sauna, a slide that brings me all the way from my bedroom down to the ground floor. You know, just small things like that. Amazing. It's like, it's like do you ever watch Cribs? Missy Elliott had a, yes. a, a bed that was a car. Mm-hmm. And when I was a kid, I was like, I want that life. Yes. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I, like, I, I want, want to create that has. kind of life for myself. Absolutely. <laughs> What yeah. what do you burn to write about? What gets you out of bed? What what do you find yourself writing about accidentally? At the moment, what's really getting me excited um, that I'm currently writing actually is my journey going to Nigeria. And that was like last month. It was the most, it was revelations upon revelations upon revelations. Because I think um, there was a lot of things I needed to learn about myself, about my family, about you know, the duality of being Nigerian and also being Irish and living in Ireland for so long, um, feeling misunderstood. Like, there's just so much happening in here. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then going back home, because I hadn't seen my family since before, um, like, the pandemic, so 2019. Mm-hmm. So that was the first time back again. Um, so And some of your family back in Nigeria? Most, like, my mom, my dad, my brother, all my sisters, they, uh, most of them, they're all there. So um, I've had to grow up very quickly. Mm. Um, so there was just a lot of things I hadn't like sat down with emotionally. And again, I'm very emotive with like how I write my songs. It's all about my feelings. Me, 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 me. <laughs> um, but um, it just got me so excited because I was like, oh, there's so much more to explore. Um, there's so much more within me that I haven't done. So like, for example, knowing that the reason why I wrote my EP and didn't really delve into like the actual topics was because of Christianity. Mm. Like, I want to tell you guys that I want to be able to write that down and be like, okay, I got out of a cult. <laughs> and now I'm saying, yes. <laughs> I want to talk about like the times that I drank and did not remember my name. I want to talk about like the really honest, dark and beautiful, mm. but like terrifying and crazy things that happened in my life because I am, yeah, it's human, but also it, I, I feel like it, it helps me mm-hmm. like just not feel alone in my mind. Yeah. I have a very similar experience getting out, of, getting out of a cult and then it takes ages to be able to speak about it. But also if, if, if your old life is, is there, then you're like, am I speaking out in a way that you know, might upset family members or Yeah, I think I'm at friends. the point where I'm like, it's for me yeah oh I know I love it but you've got to get to that place it took me ages to get to that place and I and I love that you know that you're there like that freeing of the self yeah when you find your true artist self I think you are you're finally okay to make art that your parents wouldn't like yeah and it takes a while oh it takes courage it takes tremendous courage and I think that's why the trip was so amazing because as soon as I left I was like oh god I have a whole album like in my head wow this is what the album's supposed to be about like this is what the whole year of me like going through whatever i went through was just for me to write about this got it ditto tick like it Mm. felt like a 
oh, finally, Jesus, let's get on with it now. Now mm. we can start writing. Because I think for, for me, the way I am as an artist is I have to experience things and I need to really make sure I, like, I, I feel it. Like I need to almost taste it in my tongue. Mm. Like it has to be so true. It has to be so real. It needs to be so raw. Like, and, like I need to feel it like as much as my heart pounds before I can put it out because if it's not true or if I don't if I don't love it then I can't put it out and I suppose that's why I haven't even released the song since and no one has noticed which is great <laughs> yeah. um, but like for this year even with the songs that I'm going to release it's more about me having fun and then hopefully in 2024 when I have everything I want sorted um, and in the way that I want it to get out to the world um, it's going to be life-changing because that's what I want. Wow. Yeah. So the album's coming out next year. Hopefully. Life-changing for, yes. you, and, for you and us, yes. I assume, when yes. we hear this, this If we can this do it work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll, uh, we'll do some performances together, I'm absolutely sure, for the release of your album. It's going to be great. Yes. Um, and I, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just so excited. What, what would you like to change about the music industry? <sighs> so many things. How is it like as an independent artist? As a woman? It's as an independent artist and as a woman. I mean, I've had management, um, but I think one of the things is obviously being black, being Irish, living in Ireland. I think people don't know how to market me. I think, and also they want me to sound a particular way. Or if I sing a, a specific song, they think that this is okay. This is it. This is who you are. Mm. You have to stay like this. And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm evolving. Mm. I'm constantly changing. Like, I'm changing my hair every second day. Like, <laughs> like you can't tell me what to do. No. Mm-hmm. So, like, having... And especially because you don't know who you are yet. So when you're, like, in the period of changing and evolving, and you have people that are kind of like, you know, that have a view of you, that don't want you to change, it's very... It's like you're a conflict constantly, and I don't like that. Um... But I'm I'm finding really cool people at the moment. Um, God, this sounds so sad. It's so not serious. at all. Not at all. <laughs> I'm I'm loving hearing this, and I love I'm loving that you're being true to yourself and yeah. your sounds and your evolving Absolutely. voice and your evolving you know aesthetics, feeling on the looking on the outside like you feel on the inside, and yeah. you're responding to that without agreeing to be controlled and locked down so you can Absolutely. sell a bunch of records. I think one thing I'm learning is that there's no blueprints for the kind of artist that I am like you know with the viral hits of like N17 and things like that there's just I I don't I haven't seen a me so I have to be like I am the me Mm. and I have to just trust that my intuition is is good enough to get me to where I need to be because I have huge dreams and it's only me that knows how much I want to achieve them. So I just need to find the right people to get me to that step. And also, I've learned the kind of the power that I have. I've learned so much. I've learned that, um, you know, like being who I am and also like, I don't know how to explain it. Like there's no, there's no, um, I don't know how to explain it. But like there's no, I think I was kind of like, shy about how or who I am because I didn't know how to explain it to other people um but now I'm like there's power in that like there's power in being different there's power in like other people being excited because they don't know what you are or how Mm. to market you exactly and you can constantly just keep changing as much as you can 
Like there's one thing that um, it's, it's been all right for Madonna. She like, seems right, to have done okay. Right, yeah. right. I, I want to do that. I want to keep changing. Like I, I was literally, I was again speaking to my boyfriend. Well, if you do change, uh, can I have that jacket? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> No, someone already bid, like, ask me for this already. <laughs> um, but, like, I am, I'm learning that I can, do as ma- I can do so many things as many times as I want, and there shouldn't be a, a gap to that. And I think that's one thing that people kind of tell women they can't. Like, you can't be um, too, too many different things, or you mm. can't explore too many, or you can't have it all, which I call cap to. It's absolute bullshit. If today I want to do punk, I'm going to do punk. If tomorrow I want to do R&B, I'm going to do R&B. If the next day I want to be a pop global star, I'm going to do that. Like, I don't see, like, my voice is my genre. Like, that's what I, that's, that's, yeah. And it's I an am. amazing genre. It's Thank you so incredible. much. It's an incredible genre. Danke. Thank you. Um, can I ask you, uh, firstly... Is there anything you came to say that you didn't get to say before you sing your last song? Ooh. Should I explain what my last song is about? Uh, that's what's, that was my next question. <laughs> okay. okay. Well, I'll, ask, um, I'll set you up with that question. Step. So tell us, what's your, what's your next song about? So my next song is called Goodbye. And it is about an ex-boyfriend. <laughs> so I was trying to find a polite way to say fuck you. So, <laughs> goodbye was the best way to say it, um, because back then I was still very polite and, you know, not wanting to hurt anyone's feelings. But, um, yeah, he, was, he wasn't the best, but I wish him the best. <laughs> That's the most Irish way I've ever explained an ex. Uh, he wasn't the best, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, this this is goodbye. And have you guys noticed I started with "Hello, are you awake?" And now, man, yeah, amazing. A whole story in one. <laughs> okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> all right. Um, in that case, uh, Tolu, it's been just an incredible thing to be with you again so on this stage. Um, We'd love you. to have you. Um, can we can we get you over? Yeah, I think like, let, yeah. let's get that happening. <laughs> yeah, we we'll, we we need to get you over to London as soon as possible. I think ASAP. Oh, Are get sure this woman come? in the biggest room. Like she's amazing. Yeah. Oh, thank you. you can stay in my house. I will um, let you stay in my house. No problem. Yeah, as I'm long sure. as you let me have this headband. If we could swap it for the jacket. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not letting go. <laughs> um, all right. Please welcome back to the mic for her final song tonight, Tolu Mackay. myself to I'm 
So huge! You're going to be a global superstar, Amen. and that's yes, 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 yes. Are all going to be remembering the time we were in this gorgeous, but you know, intimate venue, and we're all going to be like, oh my god! Now she's playing stadiums, and we're seeing if we can get an yes, invitation yes, yes. over to see if we can have a go in her sauna. Um, <laughs> do not forget us. Do not forget us. That was absolutely amazing. Uh, Tyler McCoy.
Lovely. Let's play I'm a Feminist Butt. Hey! Okay. Um, <clears throat> um, oh, hold on. I have to bring You're seeing how the sausage is made now. Yeah. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com um. you, you get to hear all the M's, I hope. Yeah. I hope you love that. <laughs> Um, um, I'm a feminist. The Guilty Feminist is provided exclusively from Acast. Find it wherever you get your podcasts.